0: Welcome to the King of All Kings podcast, Street J Street Vibes, hosted by Kenny Carraway and Jason Jones. We are doing a live show. For those of you guys that are listening to the podcast form, uh, me and Jason, tonight. you know, we had time tonight. You know, it was after a Kings game. But some let's go live with J Street Vibes, man. So we got people in the chat. And this is something that I, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about. Another person that I wanted to look at um, run DMG. One zero one two one four. It's a long name, a lot going on there. But anyway, <laughs> Lyles for six man of the year. Being a little facetious, but I smell what he's cooking. Doctor David, my main man, he says Lyles has been steady, gotten better at rebounding as well. Um, my man Rob W says Lyles has been the biggest surprise for me this season. I had no idea he could be as solid as he has been. Uh, Trey Lyles tonight: fourteen points, five rebounds off the bench, six of nine from the field. He's a guy that I was I was interested in after last season where I saw him play in that time when he got traded over. And I was like, I kind of like this guy. Like, I remember before they guarded or guarded, before they drafted Keegan, um, I was kind of telling everybody, I was like, look, I know you need a power forward. Worst case scenario, I'm not saying like it answers everything, but I feel like Trey Lyles is good enough where you can put him in the starting power forward spot and he can average 10 points and maybe get you seven rebounds and all this other stuff. Obviously, Keegan has been really well, and he's deserving of the power forward spot. But Trey Lyles has had that type of production this year, coming off the bench. And I agree with some of these guys in the chat. He has been getting better. It seems as if as the season goes along, and maybe that's due to more opportunity. But Trey Lyles continues to be one of the more solid guys on this roster. Like you, you, you rarely get a game where he's just non-existent,
1: All right? Like I said, every time some bonus fouls out, Trey's like, y'all just calm down. <laughs> Don't worry. I got this. I'm not going to get a triple-double, but I, I got y'all. <laughs> and that's one thing in years past the team hadn't had were guys who were just, you know what you were getting from a guy off the bench. Mm-hmm. It's not like Mike has to go every game. Okay, do I go Trey? Do I go Rashawn? Do I go Mezzi? What do I do? Okay. Throw, you know what you're doing. You know what you're going to get from Trey. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. You know, solid vet, type of guy you need, guy who's been around the league long enough to understand how things work. He knows his role. He's not there trying to do too much. He's not out there trying to prove that he's gonna trying to get his next deal. He's go right. out there and just plays. Right. And every time they've needed him in a pinch, he's come through.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Trey Trey Lyles need to bring him back next year.
1: Yeah, but I, y'all, gotta, y'all, y'all, gotta, y'all gotta pause on the 6 man of the year for Trey. You, you know, you can't Y'all can't do my man Malik Monk like that.
0: Yeah, that's Malik Monk. You know, you know, Malik, you know, I listen to the, the national media and I watch these games and stuff like that. And they talk about that award um on on these, you know, national platforms. And I never hear Malik Monk's name. And I think that's kind of crazy. Like I hear uh I hear Emmanuel quickly after what he did yesterday. I hear Brogdon, you know, I, I hear different names and I mean, damn, like it's usually no mention of Malik Monk, and I think Malik Monk is having a a, a sixth man of the year caliber season.
1: And I think, to me, when I think about sixth man, because sometimes I think there's a, I kind of call them the, the spirit of the sixth man. Mm. Something I think I, I I don't look at M- Malcolm Brogdon. I mean, I know he may not start. I look at Malcolm Brogdon like he's a starter. Mm-hmm. Like he's not a you know to me when I think sixth man, I think of a guy who. You're rarely gonna see start. Even mm-hmm. with injury, you're not gonna really, you know. I don't think Malik started a game all year, has he?
0: I don't think so. Yeah. No. Every time somebody all that
1: to stuff, me, all that stuff matters because it's a mindset of going into every game knowing I'm coming off the bench and I gotta bring it. And it's not and, and, and there there's a skill to that. You know, I think Jamal Crawford might have been Lou Will might have been two of the best ever to do that. Mm-hmm. And I think I'd argue that in terms of the six man role, I know it's kind of like going to the whole Ray guy punter thing or whatever. I think a guy like Crawford just had a hall of fame career in that role. Right. You know, but you know, he's not going to get that credit, but there's, there's a certain mentality mindset that goes with that. And I think Malik gets, I think that fits him in perfectly. And I'm not about to jump on the, uh, the Emmanuel Quickly New York media hype train. And that's not to diss him, but we know what this is. You know, the Knicks win five in a row. It might as well be 15.
0: Yeah, well, you know I mean, um,
1: You're not, you're not going to suck me into that game. No, I will not do it. I well, will not. Just,
0: just wait for the finals. You know, Kings and Knicks finals, you know, a.k.a. the KC Classic. We're staring at it. Thursday is going to be – they need to put Thursday on hell with TNT. Put it on ABC.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> nicks kings on abc thursday night let's go
1: mm-hmm. well isn't it on tnt
0: it is but i want it on abc that's the kc classic nicks kings
1: i don't know what they what abc has on thursday might with some bachelorette Bad, i don't know what song
0: yeah don't if it's abbott elementary leave abbott there don't don't change <laughs> that song.
1: yeah you know who would have thought back in the fall that this would be like a marquee game? Man,
0: this is this is crazy. And and they they moved the game um, to TNT about two weeks ago or a week ago. It was, af- it was after it was the night after the the Clippers game, the one seventy six game.
1: Yeah,
0: and you know these two teams have lived up to it. They both had about four or five games since then, and I think they got one loss in between the two of them. Uh, the Knicks. They play tomorrow. Yeah, they play tomorrow against Charlotte. That should up their winning streak to ten games before they hit this road trip. So
1: you 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 just jinxed them. Watch them get blown out by Charlotte.
0: No, nah, there ain't
1: nothing to Charlotte.
0: Well, they got Gordon Hayward, Terry Rozier.
1: Charlotte, Charlotte is on that 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 uh, against all laws. They're you know Flabby and stay on they on that right now. <laughs> Man, Melo out. They Melo just couldn't get right all year. Hayward was out. You know, the other player out here can't keep his hands to himself. They ain't have him. You know, that that, that season was just poor Steve Clifford. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Poor Steve Clifford, man. Poor one out for him. Um, Sacramento Kings, though, we're doing a J Street Vibes live show right now. Uh, Shout out to everybody in here. People are, you know, tapped in on this Monday night after the Kings get a victory, 123 108 over the Pelicans. Uh, two other things that I wanted to talk about from this game against the Pelicans. Number one, Kevin Herter, Kayvon. He continues his good play. 25 points on the night, eight assists for Kevin Herter. Like, do your thing, Kev. Do your thing. And one of the things that was um, you know, kind of uh, talked about a little bit was the fact that he had no rebounds. The other night in the loss against Minnesota, he had no rebounds in the win against the uh, Los Angeles Clippers. Uh, Mike Brown mentioned it a little bit in the post game of the, of the Timberwolves game. Well, 25 points, eight rebounds, or excuse me, 25 points, eight assists, five rebounds on the night for Kevin Hart. Take that. Well.
1: Take that, five rebounds. Take that.
0: <laughs> the yeah, the Kevin, the McHale, on the rebound, Kevin, Herter.
1: Kevin Kevin McHale would be proud of him. Kevin McHale been working with him clearly. Got him on the glass. See, take that. Yeah. I mean, so, That's got to be like a, just the most run, the, the most flukiest thing for an NBA player to play as many minutes as he does and go back to back games with no rebounds.
0: I guess it is a little fluky. You know, I was talking about it on the show and I was like, well, you know, he's a guard. Like, first of all, Sabonis is getting every rebound as it is. So how many rebounds are going to be left? Um, so I was like, man, you know, I, I didn't really think much of it. Um, him not getting any rebounds in two games. But I mean, he is a guard, but he's like, what Kevin Erd is like six seven. Like he should be able to get one or two rebounds, I guess.
1: I mean, but sometimes the ball just don't bounce to you. Yeah, I mean, to me, I would be more concerned if I thought it was an effort thing. Like he mm-hmm. wasn't trying. Mm-hmm. You know, if it was like, you know, there were five rebounds to be had, and Kevin stood there and stared. He went Cam Newton in the Super Bowl. Like I'm not going for
0: that. Damn oh, Cam, Cam. I'm shout sorry, to Cam, Cam, man. Damn sorry, Cam, you
1: didn't deserve that. I'm so I mean, sorry. He didn't, man.
0: He was just trying to have his podcast with uh with Brittany Renner and, and mind his own business and you know and, and I'm, here's, sorry, Cam.
1: I'm sorry, Cam. You shouldn't have did that. I, I should have did that, you know.
0: <laughs> but uh yeah, man, big time game tonight from from Kevin Herter, man. And he's been playing well as of late. He had a good game. Um, on Saturday in the loss against uh, against the Timberwolves, and he played well against the Clippers as well. A lot of people are worried about his shooting. Uh, it seems like he's snapping out of it a little bit, man. It seems like he's getting to a place where he's getting a little more comfortable. The, the, the three-point ball is starting to look a little more um, consistent with how much it goes in. and It only bodes well for the end of the season. If you can get Kevin Hurter getting back – to his K Von status and shooting the way he was earlier in the season. I mean, I don't think, I don't think he ain't going to shoot the way. He was shooting like 55% from three in the first like 10 games. I don't know if he's going to do that again, but if if he can shoot better than what he had been as of late, that that'll help out a lot.
1: You know what the key to that was too. He went to Utah and just like left all the bricks he could in Utah.
0: There you go. There you go. Even my son was talking about that.
1: He left them. He sacrificed three point contest to get back to this.
0: That's a good teammate. Buddy Hill would never do that.
1: Yeah, he he laid those bricks at the altar for Kings fans, <laughs> so that he he said you. He said I will go out here on on All Star Saturday night and and have everyone mock me for missing all these threes, <laughs> but in exchange I will come back to Sacramento and be who I was. See, you don't know, remember the All Star game, All Star con- the three point contest now because it is.
0: That, there you go. Simple as that. As long as he's balling right it now. And actually at the adverse effect, right? Like a lot of times people are like, uh, you know, don't do the 3 point contest or the home run derby because it'll mess up your swing for the second right. half, whatever. Kevin was so bad, it jump started his second half second half of the season.
1: Yeah. He had to go, he, he was like, Man, it was so bad. Let me go work with the shooting coach, you know, let me go ahead and get my stuff right. You know,
0: <laughs> you know, it's funny on the broadcast. I don't know if you heard it, but Mark Jones talked about in all seriousness how when they were o- in OKC and they were kind of locked up in the arena or something because there was a tornado warning.
1: Which happens a lot in OKC. I've been there and it's like this tornado watch. I'm like, I also got an earthquake out there, too. So that's yes. crazy.
0: Yeah, it just, just, I don't want nothing to do with no tornadoes. Tornadoes and hurricanes. I don't want no problems with those two. I mean, I don't want earthquakes either.
1: But <laughs>
0: they don't seem to come as frequent As the the other two. They have like tornado and hurricane season. There's not earthquake season out here. So I don't want nothing to do with them. But Mark Jones talked about how when they were kind of locked in the arena, Kevin Herter went and got some extra shots up. And he used that opportunity to kind of maybe work some of the kinks out or whatever was going on with the shot. Then Mark says since then, you know, he's been looking a lot smoother and a lot more comfortable out there. So
1: yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Thank
0: thank thank God for, for the tornado. You Know hopefully it didn't hurt anybody. We don't want nothing like that, but it helped out Keegan. Uh Keegan, it helped out Kevin Herter uh refine his shot.
1: Like the hell with your house. At least Kevin's shooting better. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that's a common thing in OKC. I've had some weird weather out there. there. Ain't nothing else to even if it wasn't, ain't much else to do there. I mean, yeah. I mean, if there's a Who, city where you're gonna heard, your heard
0: it just they just got a hookah bar, that's it. Oh, really? I yeah, got a
1: crazy. I got, I got a crazy Oklahoma City story.
0: Well, we're live. Let's hear it.
1: Okay, forgot what year this was, but the evening started with me going to Mickey Mantle's, but my old, my old restaurant.
0: The, yeah, everybody talks about Mickey Mantle. Oh, give me a
1: right? steak. I think I, I. don't think this is the same trip where uh, I went to the. Uh, one year I went out there. The Oklahoma City Dodgers were having their debut like, game in Oklahoma City, and like nothing worked, and it was all oh, bad. Good.
0: Oh no, isn't that a really nice ballpark?
1: It is a nice ballpark. When I got no. there, it was terrible. Not terrible. The, the ballpark went terrible. The service was it was so bad I got an email saying we're sorry for what happened that game. We're <laughs> offering you a complimentary ticket. I'm like, I'm not gonna be back there till next year. Thanks, though. <laughs> you no, know, but that's not the story. The story was I'm basically where I'm at the restaurant and then I leave. I got a Jordan sweatsuit on, I'm chilling. I run to the dude who's just like, Hey, you yeah, you know, it's it's like something out of a movie. Like, you know where the, the the spot to hang out in is over here. And so I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, but I got sweats on. He's like, oh, this is Oklahoma City, they let everybody in. Well, <laughs> so they let me in this club, whatever type of club it was.
0: <laughs> whatever type of club, what kind of music they playing?
1: It was it was hip hop, but I'm in there with a Jordan sweatsuit on. <laughs> and the new the new homie I just met was like trying to keep buying me drinks. I'm like, I'm a little nervous, about this dude buying trying to buy me drinks. Wait a minute.
0: Some guy randomly tells you, hey, come over here to this club. And then tries to, to buy you drinks. Yeah, and I'm like,
1: cool. Oh. So he, like, got me some Hennessy, and I, like, poured it out. I was like, what is this, dude? And I'm like, I'm about to leave. And so we leave. I'm leaving the spot. He decided to leave. So I'm like, I got to shake this dude one way or another. This is getting weird. And so we see we run into these women outside the spot. And like, I don't know this dude. But... <laughs> He decides to start calling these women all types of hoes, and I'm like, "Oh, I'm not with this." So while he up here yelling at these women, I dipped. I'm like, "Uh-uh, nope, I'm out of here." I'm like, "I'm like, why is this dude trying to be my friend? Trying to buy?" I'm like, "Uh-uh, no, we we will. We- we'll not- I will not be a story." <laughs> wow, wow. But no, I was not. No, double A. I was not trying to see that.
0: Yo, that's that's wild, man.
1: I was like, I was like, I'm glad. I'm like, man, I'm like, man, this is crazy.
0: Oh, I'm glad glad you swerved
1: that, man. Trying to, I want some drinks. I was like, why are you trying to buy me drinks?
0: Nah, bro. I'm the last time you bought bought a man a drink. Like, not like that wasn't your homie.
1: I've never done that. (laughs) Like, I've never just been like, hey, dude, nice to meet you. You want a drink? (laughs) I've never done that. Shoot, I I wouldn't buy in women drinks like that. I'd be like, I don't know you, like, no. you wanna buy me a drink? I'm like, no, not really.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm glad you got out of OKC. Yeah, yeah, but, that was that but, was my you
1: know, that was one of the things OKC story.
0: One of the things that 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 I think about because I'm like, oh, I ain't going to OKC. Like, why would I ain't going there? I might go there one time to watch a Kings game because. If it's not for going to watch the Kings, like why else would I ever go to OKC?
1: You wouldn't want to go. Let me see. I'm trying to think. What was it?
0: So I might as well, like if the Kings are there for a weekend, maybe I go.
1: I don't know. I don't know. One time I was there, I went, um, I had a car, so I drove down to Norman to go see the University of Oklahoma.
0: How far is that?
1: I forgot. It was, it was a while ago. And that's when Jim Ross had his restaurant still. Mm. I went down and got some JR's barbecue sauce and went and saw, you know, oh yeah, there wasn't nothing else to do during the day. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. like, okay, I'm in Oklahoma. This is interesting. You know, so, I mean, I, I can't think of anything else to do. I mean, in terms of, like, I think I went to a mall out there. It was like, oh, okay.
0: Yeah, that's what you do. You know, I haven't, you know. You know I, have to Go to the mall.
1: Yeah, pretty much. You know, they got the haunted hotel out there. They say every time Team Stater, someone got a bad back.
0: Yeah, not interested. Not yeah, interested.
1: I mean, I, I'm trying to think of what else when Kevin Durant had a restaurant there, it wasn't bad.
0: Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah, I mean, Mm. I did that. You know, the movie theater is pretty cool. You know, I went to the movies a lot in Oklahoma City.
0: Well, look, man, we just got to thank Oklahoma City because they brought back Kayvon. You know what Uh, I mean?
1: You can go, take you You know, right time of year, catch with Oklahoma City Dodgers game.
0: No need for that.
1: I'm trying. I'm just trying to provide, you know, some entertainment options because I don't know a lot about Oklahoma like that.
0: Well, look, either way, like I said, they brought Kevon back, and you know now now we're reaping the
1: benefits. And I have, I've been to Tulsa as well.
0: Now Tulsa got history there,
1: so yeah. You know, and I went there too, history. though. My trip there was actually for the NCAA tournament. Mm. Kings okay. played in Phoenix, and then I'm, me, I'm at the B. My editor's like, "Hey, you want to cover the NCAA tournament?" I'm like, "Where?" He's like, "Yeah, UC Davis was playing Kansas in <laughs> in Tulsa," so I oh, changed my flight. Went to Tulsa. I'm like, dude, that Frank Mason is pretty cool. Like, I like that Frank Mason guy. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know the teams was going to draft him, but I'm like, I like the this Frank guy. Dream. You know, and then when Wiggins was just so crazy athletic, it was like, God, that's ridiculous. Wasn't I mean. Joel there? No, Joel wasn't there. Joel
0: was and Wiggins played together. No,
1: Joel thought... was way, was, you know, was before
0: Joel played with somebody. Maybe not. Oh, yeah,
1: probably know. that Perry dude. Played with uh, Perry. That,
0: uh Danny Manny played with Perry. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Perry played with Will. <laughs> Will
0: Chamberlain played with Perry Ellis. <laughs> well, I was I mean, like, yeah,
1: him and Injai, you know, college <laughs> lifers.
0: Him and and uh, uh, uh what's my man's name? Um, I, what's his name? The little Villanova Villanova point guard, Arc Diacino.
1: Oh, I know what you're talking about yeah. <laughs> Just inco- Archie, to and maybe part of it is that because guys don't like when I was watching Bomani Jones the other night. He was saying how, yeah, I turned on a college game and had no idea who was on the court. Uh, yeah, I don't know who those kids are. I'm like, why are you in college if you're good? Should you be in the G League Ignite? Like, who, who are, are, you? are you? That's that's yeah. that
0: is kind of tough, man. Because you know, I love college basketball as much as anybody. I don't know half these kids in college no more. All the best players. Like, I shouldn't say all of them, but like 10 of the top 20 players coming out of high school are playing like either G, G League Ignite or um, Overtime Elite or something like that. Yeah. They're not even playing college.
1: Yeah. But, you know, and plus, you know, I'm a Cal grad. I have no reason to watch men's college basketball. No. Right. Jeez, poor Cal.
0: Jeez, uh, it's it's rough out here. It's rough. Oh, 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 all right.